soul sister or brother. Welcome to my podcast series called Voice of Choice Conversations. This podcast is in support of every human who's waking up to their greatness and embracing their messy and imperfect transformational journey, including myself. I'll be releasing new episodes twice a month, and each episode will connect us to each other through the power of our stories, our challenges, our heartbreaks, and our triumphs. It's a container for my voice, my truth, and my story, which is also your voice, your truth, and your story, because we are all connected. Each episode will explore a concept, a skill, or an idea, which creates momentum on our journey of personal growth and spiritual expansion. So I hope you will subscribe, download, and share through Spotify or through my closed Facebook group, Voice of Choice Conversations. Who knows, maybe we have an interview in our future. Okay, so we are going to be talking about manifestation today, and um, we're going to actually do this uh, co-creatively. So I'm actually going to get you to kind of work through something just so that you have a landing pad for this man for everything that we're going to talk about. Um, so before we even start, what I'm going to ask you to do is write down the thing that you're wanting to manifest or that you've been trying to manifest. Um, so I'm just going to get you to start by writing that down. And as you're writing that down, I'm just going to remind everyone that it's a pretty exciting time for manifesting right now with the Lionsgate portal, which I believe is July 26th to August 12th, which is like supposed to be one of the most powerful manifesting times possible with all the energy and the stars aligning and all that kind of cool stuff. So yesterday was supposed to be the most powerful day, 0808, but today's close. And just give me a thumbs up when you um, had a chance to write down that thing that you're wanting to manifest, that you desire, that's not working or that is working. Okay. And you don't have to share. This is just something that you're going to work through yourself. I mean, you can share if you want to, but um, certainly not expected. And as you write down that thing that you're wanting to manifest or that you're trying to manifest, I'm going to also get you to write down the emotion that comes to mind when you look at that manifestation. What's the emotion that's attached to that?
And Deanna, just give me a thumbs up or a one in the chat box when you're done as well. <clears throat> Perfect. So the let's start by laying the foundation around like what what the hell is manifesting anyways. So I feel like the law of attraction and the secret, those books, those documentaries, those movies were so amazing at introducing the world to the concept of manifesting. But I tell you, the thing that stood out the most for me, especially with the secret, was the idea of manifesting money and parking spots. And I felt like that was a real it was almost like cheapening the whole concept of manifestation. So manifesting is when we co-create with the universe and it's all about energy. It's about bringing something from the mental into the physical. It's about manifesting from potential energy into form energy. And the some of the most beautiful sayings that support the concept of manifesting are, um, that you are today where your thoughts have brought you and you'll be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. What you focus on grows, I think is my favorite one. And you bring about what you think about. So literally every thought that we have has a vibrational frequency, as we know. And it is matched by other like frequencies in the world. So if we're thinking a whole lot of negative thoughts, which is a low vibrational frequency, we're going to attract other low vibrational frequencies to us. So manifesting is literally creating and changing energy. And we're actually going to transmute some energy today around that manifestation that you wrote, you wrote down. So if everything is energy and we respond energetically, um, to everything that we're thinking and everything that we're being um, and all of our intentions, if we are creating resistance, any form of resistance, we are going to repel that thing that we want to manifest. So just keeping in mind how powerful the mind is and that everything around manifestation is energy. It's about creating energy, changing energy, transmuting energy, being aware of the energy that we're creating. So very often um, when we find that we're manifesting crickets or we're manifesting literally the opposite of what we want, chances are what's happening is the universe is matching the vib vibrational frequency of the emotion that we've attached to the manifestation. That's what we're creating is the, the energy is actually being matched by the emotion, not the thought. 
So the other piece of ma uh, around manifesting that we really have to um, really have to understand and really get clear on is the getting our conscious mind and our subconscious mind to communicate on the same level. We can't trick our subconscious mind into believing something that isn't true, that your conscious brain doesn't believe is true. So I just read some research recently that um, states that the subconscious brain is 500,000 times stronger than the conscious brain. It records everything and forgets nothing. And it's often referred to as our soul consciousness. So our conscious brain is our head brain, our thinking brain, our action brain, our human experience brain, our rational brain, our logical brain. It's the thing that allows us to buy a piece of property in Port Alberni if we want to. It's the thing, yay! Um, whereas our unconscious brain is actually our, um, it's our involuntary brain, but it's so much more powerful. And the thing is, you can't trick your subconscious brain into believing something it doesn't believe. For example, the example I used yesterday in my live was, um, if you're standing in front of the mirror every day and you're going, I can't wait till tomorrow when I'm a millionaire. But meanwhile, you've never bought a ticket and you don't work. Yeah, your unconscious brain gets it. It's like, yeah, not, not going to happen to you. So stand there and manifest all you want, but it's not going to happen. So we really have to get the two parts of our brain communicating. Um, would you mind muting the participants? There's some feedback. Yeah, no problem. Perfect. Is that better? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that. Um, so let's talk about the two, actually three different kinds of manifesting. There's needy manifesting, there's mature manifesting, and there's over manifesting. So let's start with probably the most common type, which is needy manifesting. So um, when we manifest from a place of neediness, we're manifesting from ego. We're manifesting from head, from lack, from willpower. I will manifest this into being and from thinking. So manifesting very often includes words like hope, try, wish, could, should, dream. Those are all super disempowering methods of um, manifesting and, chan and, and, and chances are the thing that you desire, it's it's going to be difficult to manifest it from a place of neediness. And if we just take that one step further and we talk about over-manifesting, over-manifesting is when we manifest from a place of fear, when we manifest from a place of envy or jealousy, when we manifest from a place of denial, or if we manifest from a place of anger. So when you're manifesting from those emotional states, the vibrational frequency is going to be very low and the universe is gonna give you exactly what you're asking. Does that make sense? Just give me a thumbs up if that is all good. 
So the most powerful place for us to manifest is from a place of maturity. And when we manifest from a place of maturity, we are manifesting from heart. We're manifesting from soul, from abundance, from intention, and most importantly, from emotion. When you're manifesting from a place of pure joy and gratitude and lightness and peace, the vibrational frequency is extraordinarily high. And that's what the universe is going to match. So I'm just going to take you back to what you manifested. And I'm just going to ask you to look at that thing that you wrote down and determine if it's written in a way that is coming from neediness, from maturity, or from over manifestation. You can share or you can just write it down. And also notice what the emotion is that you wrote down that is attached to that manifestation. If anyone wants to share, feel free. You can unmute, Avani. Neediness, neediness, okay. Perfect, beautiful. Mark, where's your, where are you manifesting from? Uh, it's funny what I, well, I have a hard time to decide if love is an emotion or not, but what I was trying to manifest was abundance. And when I was thinking of abundance, I wasn't necessarily thinking of money. I was thinking of, I just came back from an amazing fishing trip and I just, I never caught more than two fish. And all of a sudden I ended up catching 37 fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's abundance, I'd say. And it was such a great feeling of, um, I put some back in the water and I didn't need 37 fish. So I put some back in the water and I gave some to friends and everybody made their quota for the, so I had an abundance of friends. I had an abundance of fish and I just felt like, it, it's such a good feeling. I just felt like, um, I was connected to the ocean. And usually like when I go back historically, what I do is I'd go fishing and then I'd see that there's a big fishing vessel comes with like, they call it a purse-sainer and they cast a huge net. And then they usually like, I remember my thought was like, oh, they're draining the whole ocean. So we're gonna have to wait at least a couple hours till fish come. <laughs> and, then, and then this year I thought totally different I'm like I just was thinking abundance and the purse was just like feet a few feet away a few hundred feet away and I was still catching fish I just couldn't believe it that's <laughs> and awesome I just kept connecting to abundance so that's what okay. I want to manifest I love it okay I'm going to use we're going to keep your um example in mind as we go through the spiritual laws of manifesting because it's so relevant okay okay so I'm going to mute you again just because I think that's where the background background's coming from okay so the first law spiritual law of manifesting is the law of abundance <laughs> so when you manifest from abundance and you believe in your heart and soul that there's more than enough of it for everyone 
that is a powerful place to uh, manifest from. So when you take abundance away from abundance, there's still abundance, whether the abundance is food or whether it's love or whether it's money or whether it's time or whatever it happens to be. Um, those who believe in the in the law follow the thought that life is abundant and you will begin to experience abundance and you'll see it everywhere. So that's the first one. The second law is the law of vibration, which means everything moves and nothing rests. It's like, it's like an ocean of motion, which is relevant to your example that you just shared. And then the third is the law of attraction, which is actually the secondary law to the law of vibration. And basically it is what we think we attract. So that probably is one of the most powerful statements, what we think we attract. So if you're like, oh, I'm attracting more of that shit. We need to look at our thoughts. The law of circulation is the next one. Um, so when you circulate substance, you keep the river of prosperity flowing. And that could be anything. You could give away money. You could give away shoes. You could give away clothes. You could give away time. You could give away love. Um, it doesn't matter what. When you give away, there's it gives opportunity for you to receive. Um, the next law is the law of imaging. So like all forms of success, it's created in your mind first. As long as you're creating it from a place of maturity and not neediness, I think that's the piece that's probably most important is getting really clear on, oh shit, that's where I'm, that's where I'm manifesting from. And we're actually going to go through this pretty quick here. The law of ideas, what we manifest prosperity by the power of our ideas. We manifest health by the power of our ideas. We manifest healthy relationships through the power of our ideas. So it's like following the flow of divine inspiration. And then we've got the law of reciprocity, which I think is one of my favorites. What you give comes back to you tenfold, twofold, twelvefold, whatever it happens to be. You can never outgive the universe. The more you give, the more you get back. And I love the saying that you only get to keep that which you give away. Again, a very powerful concept. The law of tithing, which is um, kind of goes hand in hand with reciprocities. So money is a common way that people tithe, but it will come back to you in in many many ways if you tithe with love that's giving away like uh giving away consistently and reliably so it's a very common method of tithing would be you know in church when people put money in the little basket and then the law of forgiveness is the last one if you hold on to thoughts of revenge love cannot walk in if you hold on to resentment you're hanging on to being a victim. If you're holding on to being a victim, there's no space in your mind to be the victor. So it's so important for us to work through releasing negative energy as you're working through your process of manifestation. What does it mean if you don't feel an emotion attached to what you want to manifest? Um, that's a great question, Deanna. Um, it's a great question in that 
the emotion around the manifestation is actually what the universe is trying to match. So if there's no emotion attached, there's nothing for the universe to grab onto. I might need a bit more information to maybe give me some context around that if you can. Um, and you can do that privately if you want to. So we've got our spiritual laws that are very, very, uh, a very, very important piece of the whole manifesting process. So the next thing that I just want to be, uh, that I want to share, and you can write these down, are the most important steps around manifesting. And some of them are obvious, but sometimes we forget, even when we're really good at this kind of stuff, sometimes we skip a step or we forget about a step or we don't think we need a step. Um, but I believe these steps are critical in the whole process. And the first one is the most important one. And it's being unbelievably clear about what you want and to make sure that that thing that you want feels good. Because it's the feel-good energy that is going to attract the desire, your desire. So being unbelievably clear. So when you look at that manifestation that you wrote down, is it clear or is it vague? And you certainly don't have to clean it up right now, but I would recommend if it's vague um, to sit down, maybe meditate with that, drop out of your head and into your heart and get really, really clear on that manifestation and then create the emotion that's attached to it. So, and that emotion is just like pure happiness or pure joy or um, just it's such a clean emotion that you want to uh, attach to that manifestation. And then the next part is you want to ask why. Why do I have this manifestation? What is it about this that is so important that I want it so badly? And then it's so important to let go of any negative feelings that you have around that manifestation, such as I'm not deserving, I hope, I have imposter syndrome, I can't, releasing all of that negative energy so that you can clean up the space for the energy to match the high vibrational frequency that you're trying to create. Because those low vibrational emotions will, will get in the way every single time. So um, I'm gonna we're gonna do some um, energy transmuting in a sec here. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that, Deanna. It's a great question. So I know with um, a lot of the work that Avani does, um, if you have any beliefs around whether or not you're actually deserving of this all of this incredible work that you're doing, it's going to be the first thing that gets hit at the vibrational frequencies. So your energy, number three, your energy is what creates your reality. Like attracts like. And the good news is you can raise your vibrational frequency and flip the script anytime by asking yourself, what is the next best feeling thought I can have. And I'm going to give you um, an example of that. And I think it'll answer the question that Deanna just had about um, how do you release the energy? 
So yesterday I was feeling incredibly frustrated around a few things in life, like incredibly frustrated. And so I did what I always do when I get into a state like that, I exercise. <laughs> so I hopped on my bike and I went riding and I sat in the pocket of knowing that I was frustrated. That's the first step is being aware that you're having this emotion so that you can actually process it and like sit in it, sit in the shit. And as I went through all the things that were creating frustration, which is part of my human design makeup is frustration is a, it, it comes very easily for me. Frustration comes very easily. So what I, um, what I did as I was riding and I was, I would let myself be frustrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, okay, how do, what do I know? What do I want to transmute that energy into that energy of frustration? What do I want to transmute it into? And immediately the word that came to me was excitement. Everything that was frustrating me, whether it was with a person or a thing or a work-related thing, I instantly got the word excitement and it immediately changed this whole entire sensation in my body. I got excited about what's coming down the pipe, the changes that are about to happen. And it was as easy as that. So first we need the awareness that you're, you're having an emotion that's not serving you. Process it, let it move through you and then transmute it into something that you believe. So again, that comes down to you, you can't trick your subconscious brain. So I couldn't trick my subconscious brain into getting excited about anything. I truly felt it like, oh, yeah, I could sit here and wallow in my pile of shit, or I can get excited about what's coming down the pipe. So transmuting energy, and we're going to do that at the end of this um, session. So the next step is to trust the process, which sometimes can be the hardest part. Know that source has your back. Manifesting isn't magic. It takes time, and you have to surrender the outcome and let go of control and resistance. So the more attached we are to the outcome of the manifestation, for example, I will buy a damn rental property in Port Alberni. That's going to create a certain resistance. Um, I will be rich next year. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever that happens to be. It's the, the outcome. You got to let go of the outcome. And I don't know if any of you guys have read or heard of the surrender experiment, but it's a really, really great example of someone who completely surrendered to every outcome and is a billionaire today. So the more we want, try to control the outcome of the manifestation, the more resistance we create. That, did that make sense? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the live that I did yesterday, but I love the ABCs and the XYZs of manifesting. So the ABCs are, uh, give an example of what, Deanna? Transmuting energy? Uh, no, the very last thing you just said. I can't remember. Okay, just that question is the last thing I said. Oh, uh, attachment to the outcome? Yes, 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 okay. please. 
Go with the flow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So if the outcome that you desire is um, a, 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 a significant other, let's say, um, and the the manifesting thought is I'm not I can't be happy until I find this person I won't feel complete until this person is, lands in my life when is this person going to land what am I doing wrong that I'm not getting this person into my life that is the outcome that a person would be attached to and that is going to create nothing but resistance as opposed to I am so excited to um, receive the love that's coming my way that would be a totally different way of manifesting the same thing. Did that help? Yes. Um, can you still have like specific outcomes that you want to manifest? Because what kind of what I heard from your example was specific and then a bit more open-ended. Yeah. The It's not so much about being specific because specific is being clear, which is awesome. It's the amount of attachment you have to whether if that doesn't happen the way that you see it happening. Okay, because sometimes the universe has a bigger plan or a different plan for you. So it's being very clear and at the same time releasing any attachment to the outcome. Okay, thanks, Mia. Yeah, no problem. So the ABCs of manifesting are ask, believe, conceive, or ask, believe, create. And the XYZs are I times B equals R. So imagine times visualization equals realization. Be flexible. I love it. Go with the flow. Perfect. 100%. So your manifestation is kind of like a river, right? Like, And you're just kind of riding the river. You have a specific destination that you want the river to end up at, but uh, how, how, how the river flows there is partly the universe's choice. So trusting the process. The next one, number five, is leaning in towards joy and fun. So this energy is the fastest energy to success. When you lean towards joy and fun and love and appreciation and gratitude and abundance, this is the energy that's the easiest for the universe to match. And then, ironically, you lean back. You lean back so that the universe can step in and fill that space and match that vibrational frequency that you're creating. One of the hardest ways to manifest is to push or to strive things into, rea into uh, uh, reality. So number five, leaning towards joy and fun. And then number six is cultivating abundance for others in order to cultivate abundance for you. Giving is the fastest method to releasing an energy of lack because it expands your own ability to receive. And then the last one that I'm just going to throw in there as a, a bonus, but as a, another um, opportunity to ensure that your manifestation or manifesting process is working is possibly to have an accountability partner. 
So if you're manifesting from a silent place that you're not sharing at all in any way, shape or form, um, it's difficult for that manifestation to become um, a reality. So we need to speak it out. We need to write it out. For some people, it helps to have an accountability partner, whether it's their spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's um, a group, it doesn't matter what, what it is, but sometimes that helps. I am going to la 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 la. Will you hold me accountable to that? So manifesting is actually supposed to be fun, but I think we can get totally hung up in the outcome of the manifestation. And then when it doesn't show up the way we want and when we want, manifesting is no longer fun. It's work. So I'm going to ask you to look at the emotion that you wrote down that's attached to your manifestation and if it's not a high vibrational emotion I'm going to ask you to consider what is the emotion you want to transmute that into and Deanna did you come up with an emotion that is attached to the manifestation yet are you able to do that or is that one still a bit tricky Okay, so, okay, can you, how comfortable are you giving us a very basic idea? Yes, definitely. Love is definitely an emotion. Um, can you give us a rough idea of what it is you're trying to manifest without, you know, without any detail? A home. Oh, okay. Ah, a home. Perfect. Okay, when you think of that home and you see yourself sitting in the living room with a cup of tea, the sun is setting, you're looking out the window, what is the emotion that comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Um, are you trying to feel from your head or your heart? If you're trying to think your way into the emotion, it's probably not going to work. So the emotion that you are wanting to create with your beautiful home literally comes from your heart and your soul, not your head. Your head will get in the way every time. So I, I see you sitting in this living room, you know, with your cup of tea, blanket on your lap, some nice music playing, and I feel nothing but like peace and serenity, calm, security, happiness, contentment, all of those things that would come with that, with, with that vision. So maybe try dropping out of your head and into your heart and really feel that sense of peace and harmony and manifest from there Med meditate on it 
can totally yes, meditate. Yes, is that on a it. is that a suggestion? Hundred percent. If that, if you like to meditate, if that's a thing that you do, hundred um, percent meditate on the feeling of sitting in that room. You can visualize the room, whatever that room looks like to you. The thing is, it's really important again, even when you're meditating, is to drop out of your head and into your heart. That damn head. Um, Avani, what did you, I'm, are you comfortable sharing what the emotion was that you had around the manifestation? Sure. I think I was kind of like you got kind of uh, frustrated and with not getting it enough and coming from that neediness space. So um, I switched it over to instead of like having those expectations that I must have it, you know, have fun with it and not um, so from frustration to fun, like allow this process to kind of just continue to grow. And, uh, and instead of like, it has to look this way, just have fun with however the universe is going to bring it to you. I love it. Can you feel that shift? Like, does that feel real to you to transmit that from frustration into fun? It feels a lot more freeing right? That uh, you're not like the other one, you're so confined, right? Because you're frustrated, yeah. intense. Whereas this is like, okay, it's, you're just open and free to receive and you let go. I think that's it. Like letting go of that control. Yeah. I love that. So if you can transmute that into exactly what you just said, feel free to receive in whatever it is that you're receiving. It could be, and we never know what's going on in the background. Like in your case, we just have no idea how many people are actually watching what you're doing and they're just taking one step closer, one step closer. Each video is like, okay, I feel a little bit more safe with that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love it. So having fun with it would be beautiful. And dropping out of your head and into your heart is difficult. It is very difficult um, because we are heady people. Um, but Deanna, you being here in this teaching environment is also an indication of how spiritually motivated and connected you are. So part of your work is to remind yourself on a regular basis that your heart is actually way more powerful than your head and that your head um your head is always going to take you down one road and your heart is going to take you down another road i have a trick that i can share with diana yeah 100 percent. so oftentimes our head is really just our ego protecting us keeping us in one place because we're sometimes scared or um you know fearful of what's on the other side so when I meditate, um, or especially when I'm doing some of the channeling work, I literally ask my ego to sit in the corner and allow my heart to take over. And I physically see my ego, you know, in my mind's eye, just kind of being pushed to the side and allowing the heart to emerge. And when you do something like that, whatever process like that works for you, it's kind of just that physical, um, you know, manifestation of what you're trying to get done internally. Or energetically. I love it. And of course, the ego is always manifesting from a place of fear. Always. And next week's session is actually going to be on ego. 
Until we're really, really, really clear, or we understand the characteristics of our ego, and each one of our egos a little bit different, until you really understand how your ego shows up and basically drives the bus, it's really hard to get her to sit shotgun, to ride shotgun, because you can't, you're not really even sure, you don't even really understand how she operates. So shining a light on her, him or her is absolutely part of the process of being able to just move her over here you don't have to get rid of her she's she, she or he is actually can be quite useful it's just that you don't want unconscious um you don't want her unconsciously driving your bus which is what's happening all over the world people's ego has them driving their bus unconsciously navigating the world from a place of fear um which has a very predictable outcome so that's awesome. So parking ego over here, letting her watch you do your thing as you drop out of your head and into your heart would be really cool. And Mark, it doesn't sound like you have to uh, transmute abundance into anything other than abundance. I, yeah, it's funny because the abundance I want to manifest is a, uh, in my house, there's a vacancy, so I, I rent rooms upstairs above my living space, and I always under, well, for a few years, I've been, my rents were way too cheap, and I knew they were, but I always kind of under, I shut, sell myself short, and, 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 and I don't really see why I should sell, sell myself short. So this time I said, I'm gonna do it different. I wanna actually have it, sell it, rent it to market value and don't feel guilty about taking that money. If you feel guilty, just spread the wealth and just live in abundance. It's so, so my rents were, it's funny, I felt guilty charging 900 for a room. And then I did market research yesterday and the market value is about 1250. So, and I'm sitting there negotiating with myself. And I'm always <laughs> trying to lower my price. It's like, just live in abundance. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm trying to be. And I, you know, it's not about, just the money it's about living in abundance and it's not about having more in my bank account it's about creating a dynamic and you know i can be generous with that money i can i'm helping out a person that's in trouble so it feels good to give part of that money away so yeah that's what i want to channel and, and good i love it there's a lot of yeah. So the, the 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 one piece that I heard in there is the not deserving of, right? So that's an energy that you create. And it's not about the dollar figure. You are going to attract the right person with the right dollar figure. And then you can turn around and like you say, you can apply one of the other laws of spirituality, the law of circulation, the law of reciprocity, the law of tithing. And then you just create this flow of energetic. Uh, it's just a currency, right? Money is a currency that flows in and flows out and we can create a lot of resistance around that flow of energy or we can create no resistance 
comes in, it goes out, comes in, it goes out. So releasing that energy of not deserving um, is, it would be really great for, for you to work on. In the process. <laughs> yes. Um, well, this, that was everything that I was hoping to cover today. So if anyone has any questions or thoughts, by all means, share. Um, share anything that you would wish to share, anything that you took away that you're going to work on would be great. I'll share. For me, it's uh, just have fun. Don't take manifestation so seriously. It's not that serious. <laughs> and, um, you know, really just kind of, uh, and no expectations, right? Just allow. Yeah. Thanks, Avani. No, it was an honor to have you guys here today. Um, yes, thank you, Mark. So, regardless of whether people are here live or whether they're receiving the recording, <clears throat> um, working on your manifesting process is a process and you just, you want it to be light and you, you don't want to think about it being perfect because that's just going to get in the way. So I'll tell you a funny story about manifesting. Actually, um, when I was going through my separation and <clears throat> divorce, I kept getting asked, you know, are you like, what are you, what are you thinking of doing? Are you going to, are you going to, are you going to go on a dating app? What do you, I was like, yeah, absolutely not. I was with my first husband for 27 years. I'm like, nope, I don't even ever have to get married again. So I had said, if I ever date someone ever, first of all, he better not live, live anywhere near me and he better drive a Ford F-150. And the person that came into my life within a, within a couple of weeks from there lived in Alberta, but worked in Africa. <clears throat> and when he moved to the island to be here with me about a year and a half later, he was driving a Ford F-150. <laughs> so, but I manifested independent love is what I was manifesting. I would love to have someone in my life, but I don't want them living in my back pocket. So, and that is exactly what I got. <laughs> Comical, actually. <laughs> so manifesting works. Have fun with it. And um, hopefully we'll see you guys next week for ego conversation with ego. We're going to work through all the egoic character traits and their antidotes. So that'll be kind of fun. So I'm going to stop the recording.